0: My name is Jason Wilson. I'm with Northwest Coffee Roasting Company. This is Abby eats St. Louis Small Bite.
1: Friday and welcome to another episode of Abby Eats St. Louis. This is a small bite episode so we are here around the table talking about the fun things that we've eaten this week, what we're looking forward to this weekend, and just continuing the conversation that we started earlier this week with our story episode. So once again my name is Abby Larico. I'm your host here joined in studio by producer Dory. Hello. And we are blessed this afternoon, everybody, wow. because we have, you recognize those luscious pipes. Oh, wow. Those of Mr. Rennie Knott. <laughs> He's my buddy early in the morning. We talked about brunch earlier this week, and I figured why not just keep talking about breakfast and early in the day things yes. with Rennie Knott. Yes. You've become a morning person in the past couple of years.
0: Yes, I have. I wake up at 1 a.m., so very much a morning person. <laughs> yeah,
1: brunch <laughs> is actually dinner for Rennie on mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. days, and you even do that on weekends. You're early, up early in the morning, yeah?
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard once you get out a schedule to wake up any later than, say, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, because Mm -hmm. that is sleeping in for you.
1: Right, right. I used to do that, but then I started catching up on sleep on weekends, and so, yeah, Yeah. I I wake up in time for brunch. So, uh, a recap Mm -hmm. of this week's episode was Brunch So Hard. Brunch So Hard. We were a big fan (laughs) of that title. Big takeaways for me were, first off, how many people love brunch, but then also I got so many awesome messages on Instagram from people sharing where they were eating brunch or were inspired to go eat brunch after listening to the episode, so
2: that was super fun. There is no, there are no shortage of places that you can go to in this town to get some brunch, get your brunch on. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't think there's a shortest of places, period, in this town to go eat. Mm-hmm. You know, the way I look at it now, I don't technically eat what is known as an official brunch. I think because of the time of the day that I do eat on the weekend, it is a brunch. So I just say, I eat a late breakfast. That's the way it works for me, but I love to go to Christmas right over here in downtown.
1: Yeah, that's what we usually do yeah. when we're on Tissel. We just go hop on over across the street. But what is a bread? Okay, so what are you eating on weekends around between 10 a.m. and noon or 10 a.m. and 1 p.m.? What do yeah. you eat?
0: Now, if I eat, uh, I make a little thing in the, in a pan. I throw some eggs in there and I then I throw some hash browns and then I'll throw some cheese and things like that. It sort of mixes it all together as one. The other day, I threw a little chili in there as well. And it's it's just my little version of a little bit of everything to tide me over until it's time to you know have a lunch.
1: And do you have beer sometimes?
0: No, I don't usually drink beer. Before say noon, I, I try not to.
1: Okay, so add a beer to that? That sounds like brunch to me, Ronnie. I hate to break it to you, but you're more oh, basic wow. than you think you wow. are. I didn't know this. <laughs>
0: I have walked through the threshold. It's
1: like a scrambler plus a little bit so, of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do you have so a name that. for that concoction?
0: Uh, now I do. <laughs>
1: The Rendog Scrambler (laughs) is what we're calling it. It sounds delicious. Well, I love one of my favorite things I like to do. So, Renny and I are friends outside of work, Mm -hmm. too. He's one of my favorite people. And I send him pictures of my food. Before this podcast, I didn't have anybody else to send. Like, I didn't post pictures of what I was eating or what I was cooking at home. But anytime I made something fancy, I would send it to Renny. Yeah. And just to kind of show off, because I knew he would always make me feel appreciated. Because I cook for myself, I like poach an egg and make really good toast. And then Rennie's like, "Amazing!" It, it is makes amazing. me feel good. he's What's your to
0: brunch cheerleader. Somebody would go to that much work to fix something for themselves. You know, if I'm home alone, I'll open up a can of something, throw it in a pan, to warm it up, put it in a bowl and eat it. But you make it all fancy, it would garnish and all that. Was yeah. like, that's a lot of effort for something you're just going to throw down the pipes.
1: Yeah. What What was it? Not this past weekend. The weekend before that, I made for both Saturday and Sunday breakfast. I had sourdough toast and I had soaked some uh, chickpeas in balsamic. And then I mashed those, sprinkled some goat cheese on top. A little bit of radish and a little bit of green onion on top, and then poached an egg. Hello. Yeah. Breakfast So at if you were to
0: make that for someone else at a restaurant, what would you charge? $100.
1: $100? Well,
0: you know, sometimes I think you,
1: you <laughs> charge
0: what you feel is worthy of your time.
1: That's, I think, the biggest thing that we were talking about this when we were putting the episode together is eggs— Aren't expensive. I mean, I buy local eggs because I feel like I can taste a difference and want to support the local farmers, but they're only like six bucks still. And Everything else that I put together is relatively cheap. But these Mm -hmm. restaurants, frankly, are able to charge you more money because it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of timing things out because you can't just, like, poach an egg and then have it sitting to the side for forever. You know, Mm -hmm. you really do have to kind of manage what you're doing. And then they have a better profit margin, even if they are buying the nicer local ingredients like they are, you know, at half and half, for example, which is where we went and interviewed. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. For something like that at a restaurant, I feel like it could charge, like...
2: Nine bucks, But it's not about the price, really. For me, it's going and it's that experience of like, I'm there with friends and it's an event and we're Mm -hmm. getting together. It's more than just, I'm paying $4 for eggs. It's an experience. And that's what's making the brunch scene so big around here.
0: But isn't that how food kind of became a big deal to us was because of the family gatherings, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas parties and things like this. And people brought food. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think when you eat a nice meal like that, you want to be surrounded by people you like, people you love.
1: It's mm-hmm. social situation. Totally. Dory, quickly tell us about um, you both. Rennie and Dory have both lived in the Washington D.C. area mm-hmm. at different times. Mm-hmm. Rennie years ago. Dory just moved back here to St. Louis, her hometown, not yep. too long ago. And you were telling me that you were very concerned about something <laughs> moving back home after living on the coast. This mm-hmm. sounds so millennial.
2: So one <laughs> of our food concerns moving back here to St. Louis was, oh my gosh, what's the brunch scene like in St. Yeah, Louis? Because yes. move, living on the East Coast in Baltimore and and D.C. it was. Was so huge there, it's like yes, part of the culture. bottomless brunch is a thing everywhere, every weekend. So we're like, oh no, hopefully we can find a place with bottomless mimosas. Yeah. Bottomless
0: <laughs> is a big deal. Yes. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Especially if you have a Sunday. And for us, Renny, we
1: have to go to bed so early on Sundays. I don't actually have coffee on Sundays. I just have alcohol. I think I told, mm-hmm. I, I told you guys <laughs> that last week.
2: Um, <laughs> I, like I just how you really go from like ca-
0: from caffeine that hypes you up to something that's gonna sedate you. Let's go ahead with the alcohol all day. You
1: know, it's a <laughs> system it's uh-huh. the Larico program I gotcha. and i think i'm doing just fine thank you very
0: much <laughs> i will second
1: that yeah cool well we want to run through some of uh, people's favorite brunch spots that they shouted out to us on instagram on facebook um just in the different comments when we ran this story this week a lot of love for the shack they have all sorts of locations now but it is still a local place so it's exciting to see how well they're doing um riverside diner we got first watch i had somebody on instagram tell me they were inspired to go to brunch at first watch the day they listened to the podcast they were like, "Man, you made me hungry." And nice, it was awesome. Um, Yolklore. We'll talk a little bit more about them in a little bit because they're involved in something cool happening this weekend. A lot of love for Southwest Diner here in the city too, which I am actually desperate to try. I haven't gotten a chance to go mm-hmm. over there yet. Um, that that Chris Cox guy on Instagram said Louise and Clayton has the best French press in town. I love a good cup of coffee on the weekends, so that's not to be, not to be. Um, Don't overlook that. Don't overlooked. Right, exactly. Um, Midwestern Barn and Crestwood, the Blue Duck and Maplewood. I've been there for dinner, not for brunch. Mudhouse. Um, Shout out to my best friend, Elise, who listens to this podcast from Chicago, who responded on Instagram that she likes My Kitchen Table the best for brunch when she comes and visits. Elise, come visit again. Aww. How about that? That's cool. so cute. Renny, what's the best thing you had to eat this week?
0: Best thing I had to eat this week, I would say the hot dog you gave me today until you put all those peppers <laughs> on there. So that's going to take a back seat. Um, I actually went down to the wheelhouse the other day and ordered their double burger, Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Had that, that burger with a Budweiser, perfect pairing. I could have stayed there all day long, but no, got to go home, got to walk Winston, got to go to bed. But it Fair. was fabulous.
1: I remember you tweeted
2: a picture of it. It looked so good. Dory. how about you? The best thing I ate this week? Yes. We just went to Gorilla Street Food. Mm. I love them. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. So we had to start with, the, of course, the 800-pound Gorilla. Yep. Oh, man. Wow. What's that? Oh, it's got a little bit of everything, right? It seriously does, yeah. It's got some chicken, some braised chicken, some pork, rice, sauces, ugh an egg in the middle. It's almost okay. brunch-like, really. It could yeah. be sort of brunch-like. A lot of egg in co- Filipino yes. cooking. Yeah. Yes. It was outstanding. All right. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. For me, I'd have to say, I went to El Burro Loco the other day. I was having a tamale craving, and so I went over there because it's in my neighborhood. Um, they were out, so I tried something new. So I tried the enchiladas, and they were outstanding. And I even used the leftovers. <laughs> I poached an egg on top of the leftovers, mashed them together, and put it on top of tortilla chips like yep. a... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm completely blanking on the na- huevos rancheros, so, okay. like that ish. So it was the meal that fed me twice, and it was wonderful. Mm.
0: You poach a lot of eggs. I've noticed that. I'm
1: really good at poaching yeah. eggs. I don't eat a, t- I don't cook a ton of meat at mm. home, so I like eggs. It's a good source of protein.
0: And you went to our favorite restaurant without me. I caught that part of it, too. Mm. Yeah.
1: I didn't ride my bike, though. That was one of our first hangouts. Yeah, one time, I'll never forget, Rennie was like, we wanted tacos one day, and so Rennie suggested Burro Loco in the Central West End, and he gets there, he's hanging out at the bar, and sees me pulling, because I went home first, and then he sees me pulling up on my bike, and I walk in with my helmet, and he just laughed at me. (laughs) Yeah. It was so high school. You know what? I thought it was adorable. I was cruising. Through the centralist and think that I was cute. But <laughs> Renny not, you can always count on him to uh, keep you. Checked into reality. I want to run through a couple events happening this weekend now that we have the weekend right around the corner and things are warming up, and so so are all these food events that we have. The fe- On Friday night, the Fest of Ale, mm-hmm. get it? Fest of Ale, festival, at Missouri Botanical Garden. They celebrate local beer and the region's microbreweries, so you can get a ticket into the garden. It also includes a commemorative glass, beer samplings, live music. You can buy food there. Um, this one's pretty cool. I think, Rennie, you and... Uh, Marla and Winston need to make an appearance at the Urban Chestnut Dog Day. They're doing this again this year, um, partnering with Purina to support local shelters. Okay. It's every first and third Friday of the month, so it lines up with tomorrow. Uh, starting at 4.30, they have Urban Chestnut Beer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they have different burger sprouts, things on the grill, as well as food trucks and different activities going on there. Very dog-friendly, so okay. bring Winston. Okay. And then they are... oh keep in mind though this is at the one in the grove so the brewery and beer hall in the grove Hmm. Um, Saturday, we're talking about the Maplewood Taste of Maplewood Street Festival, live entertainment. So many good restaurants have opened in Maplewood recently, so that's always a, it's good, a good scene. Good scene um, all weekend long. The Grafton Winery and Brew House is having their Blues Festival, so they have free concerts um, as well as great barbecue, fresh beer, and sampling of some of the wine at the different wineries. If you feel like heading that direction, it'll be pretty good this weekend. Um, and then I wanted to give a special shout out to the ladies at the Women's Creative. They're hosting an event called bloom it's a pop-up with 75 different vendors happening at the palladium this weekend but they're also having the queen bee cook-off so this is an eating competition they're having four Ooh. female chefs all there again at the palladium um they're gonna have mary from Yolklore, samantha of farm truck ari joe ellis of morning glory and marianne from marianne Moore culinary so everybody who shows up to this pop-up shopping event they can uh try different samplings from these queen bee chefs and then vote and they'll get to pick one and you can do a little shopping in the meantime and the women's creative is an awesome group of local women just supporting each other in small businesses so that sounds like fun yes yes wanted to make sure I give a special shout out to them I might be stopping by that Hmm. on Sunday you think you guys are going to go to Urban Chestnut
0: you know what I have an event that I am emceeing and so I I won't be able to do that because it starts I got to be there at seven o'clock
1: Winston has really big ears so I'll make sure that he hears the news Mm-hmm. Um, and then one more shout out, too, to the folks at Sugarfire. Good luck to you guys because um, David Molina is going to be competing at the World Food Championships final table in New Orleans. So that's going to be pretty exciting, that's huge. too. That's yes. Huge. I think he did that last Saint year, Louis. too, and did well in it. Always doing really well, you know, blossoming culinary career for more than 20 years starting here in St. Louis. So that's all right. love seeing good people doing good stuff representing the Lou. they're
2: at Memphis in me too. Yep. Mm-hmm. All over all the place. All over I mean, they're, That's they are too. one of
0: the best when it comes to competing in barbecue. And they bring home the hardware. They're very good at what mm-hmm. they do. And, you know, they're fun people to be around as
1: well. And they enjoy it still. Yeah. They enjoy yeah. it. We you st- can tell there's a
0: passion in what they do. Quick, since we're doing shout outs. Yes. Can I throw a quick shout out Absolutely. to Target Park and to Sauce Magazine? Went to my first ever Food Truck Friday Yay. last Friday. Yeah had a great time we took Winston it was very dog friendly he actually settled down and just sat and watched all the dogs go by we had some of the craft beers I I had some meat because that's what I <laughs> eat. So um, I had a big hamburger meat. and I had a hot link and I was in heaven. That's but awesome. uh, it was a pretty cool time. The yeah.
1: next one's June 7th so make sure, hopefully you guys will make it out to that one too.
0: It's on the calendar.
1: There you go. <laughs> and we will, of course, always keep you posted um, here on the podcast. We'll be back in your feed on Tuesday with another story that we're working on for you right now. Follow us on Instagram at Abby Louis. You can reach us by DM their comments. Email us also at podcasts at ksdk.com. We want want to know especially what your favorite brunch spot is, what you're doing this weekend, where you're loving eating right now and what your favorite thing is happening on the St. Louis food scene. Rennie, thank you so much for joining thank us.
0: Thank you. When it comes to the food scene, do the drive-thrus count?
1: Yeah, as long as it's local. I'm not going to okay. give a shout out to no, like chains. A, no chains. Well, a chain that's at least regional. Okay. How about that? All right, just mm-hmm. checking. Just checking. Why?
0: I'm just checking.
1: Rennie's like, "Can I talk about going to Taco Bell?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there in months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, for Dory almost. I'm Abby Larico. This has been Abby eats St. Louis, a small bite. Till we see you next time. Seize the plate.
0: This is Rennie not uh, coming to you live from. Uh, where am I? <laughs>
2: I'm in the podcast
0: booth. Give it up one time for Dory and the Hickeys.
2: Okay. Hello, this
0: is Rennie talking, 4567891010987654. 10,
1: this is Abby trying to talk. It's mm. even a little bit as deep as the luscious voice of Rennie Knot.
2: He's got those silky pipes. <laughs> and this is Dory talking with just as luscious silky pipes. <laughs> okay, I think we're good.
1: <laughs> All right.